You are listening to the forecast from Four Fields of Anfield Road, the world's international LFC podcast. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Reds all around the world. Uh, welcome to the forecast, your international uh, global podcast, uh, f- uh, brought to you by Reds from various spots around the world. Um, we're here to review the New Year games, pre and post New Year. We had uh, Burnley on New Year's Day, and we had Leicester on Saturday. Just gone. Two very nice victories. Uh, and to talk about those, we have uh, Jason. Say hi, Jace. Hi, everyone. And across in continental Europe, we have Eric. Say hi, Eric. All right. All right. And further east, we have uh, Christian. Say hi, Christian. Hi, all. And he got himself mental. Um, here, back in the sunny London. Um, right, so, so Leicester, um, <laughs> always a pain in the, in the nuts to, to play, um, just make life difficult, play it like a cup game, they come at you, get in your faces, kick wherever they can kick, um, and uh, just get it forward to their runners, and it just makes it a hard, hard, hard-fought game. So, uh, came out nicely, winning nicely at 2-1. Uh, what did you make of it, Jason? Well, um, I actually thought we played really well in this game. Uh, and, um, yeah, I think it was just one of those where we should really probably have had a, a nice um, 2-0 victory, um, except that yeah, we we uh, conceded a a sloppy goal, really. So it's um, our, our usual thing, isn't it, to uh, give a bit of a gift to Mr Vardy when we play against Leicester. But um, yeah, um, our our top goal scorer has just just um, keeps on going and uh, scored another two great goals for us. So. Um, yeah, it's a good game from our point of view. Yeah, unfortunately, Kane took all the headlines with his hat tricks that he uh, that he scored over the festive period, um, which of course he was only able to do because he didn't get red carded in the City game when he went flying studs up into somebody's leg somewhere, and uh, I think it's the same idiot who gave uh, Calvert Lewin the penalty in our Merseyside derby. 
Yeah, I was, uh, was Greg Paulson. Yeah. That's what. <laughs> Aren't the refs just shite? Are they, are they getting worse or is it me? No, they are. They absolutely are getting worse. You're definitely getting worse, Jason. Yeah, I'd say. And then the thing that annoys me the most is the fact that um, they start to believe, um, or they they're more worried about what the media will say about them um, than just have a good game. Just go out, make make sure that these twenty two on the pitch, um, you know, abide by the rules, and if you don't, um, you, you you act accordingly. So what? If you need to send off two, send off two. Don't be a pussy. Yeah, I mean, it was quick. The first game of the season, uh, it was Chelsea Burnley, and he was happy to send Cahill off, you know, for a, 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 a tackle, which kind of did go in quite recklessly. He didn't make contact, but he sent him off anyway. And he's kind of been a bit all over the place, this guy, ever since. Um, missing obvious ones, giving stupid ones like an hour derby game. Well, at least he isn't Bobby Madley, who's so far up uh, Daniel Levy's ass uh, that he started to shave his head. It's incredible. Last last season, where he gave the the offside goal to us, where Alana is is fully on 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 the same length as as Rose, and nobody could see it, and he gave it. Um, um, yeah. He allowed Bournemouth. Um, Hundred percent offside goal, and and if you look at the Swansea game, he, he does it again. I mean, Lorente isn't even a tiny bit offside. It's not like oh, his toe is is past the other one. No, no, it's just his full body is on the other side of the defender. It's just yeah. there's even room in between. How can you not see that? You're a professional. You're full time. This is your job, and. Maybe that helps in, in, in the fact that we feel um, that they should be better because they are full-time referees. Because this is what you do all day long. You're not doing a, a bit of work on an office and you, you hop on your bike, you, you paddle to, to a stadium, um, put on your clothes and, 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 and see what you do. This is what you do all day long. And, and maybe that helps by... by you know, thinking they're absolutely shit. But the amount of times that I have had to write in the ratings that the ref was absolutely shite is increasing. It absolutely is. Hardly a game where I think the lad had no influence or, well, he helped us. Like, I can't... Um, there's one moment this season where you think, well, we were a bit lucky with that. And I was... Uh, Mignolet and uh, a yellow and, and not a sending off against Stoke. Yeah. And, and for the rest, we are eight points down due to horrible, horrible, horrible refereeing decisions. That's absolutely yeah, probably, terrible. Hey, probably the only other thing I'd say that's gone a little bit in our favour is I think uh, there's maybe a couple of times Emery Chang could have been sent off. Um, yeah. And he seems to have he seems to have gotten away with it. He gets an early yellow card or something, and he still carries put you know carries on putting in challenges, which could get him another one. So yeah, yeah. But, I mean, in it's, terms it's of in terms of 
letting physical football go, I mean, uh, well, I guess we'll come on to that later, but you know, we're, we're talking about refs now. I did think that was a bit of a feature in the Burnley game, you know, that um, that one probably would have been a lot easier for us if they would have got more yellow cards because I think he didn't give one until like 70 minutes in or something like that. I think it's probably down to the conditions there. But uh, we'll come on to Burnley. Um, but yeah, no, I, th- I think actually uh, Graham Pohl has a thing. Um, he had a thing going on uh, saying um, he doesn't think the referee's been that bad. He doesn't, you know, he's asked the question, do you think there's a refereeing crisis? Have we got much worse? And he's saying, no, I don't think it's that bad this year because he, he does the TV thing with various channels and he doesn't feel like there's an awful lot he has to deal with. Um, in in those uh, in those sessions that he does for broadcasting, um, and and I just uh, I mean the guy's an idiot. Uh, I can't stand with Graham Pohl. You know he's a bit of a wise wide boy. You know, he likes to sound his own voice. Um, but uh, you know we us Arsenal and Spurs have all had multiple bad decisions on penalties. Um, you know if it's just one you you just accept it. You know but uh, we've had multiple bad decisions. I don't think there'd be any points difference. Between um, um, second place and sixth place, if those decisions were called correctly, because they cost they, they cost each three of us points. You know, you can argue that Spurs have got a bit of luck back, not uh, getting the red cards at, at the City game, um, and then they got an offside goal against Swansea last last night. So that obviously makes a big difference, because uh, um, then uh, when the team has to come back, when they'd probably be quite happy to get a point against Spurs so they've kind of had a bit of luck come back their way which I think has been dreadful we don't even get luck back it's even getting worse how is the one that puts Robertson away from the ball and just pulls him down how's that not a penalty I mean (laughs) in any world in any situation uh, that was against Leicester he just he just pulls him aside I mean there's so much the amount of times that we've seen things happen to us in our box um, Maguire who pulls down um, uh, Salah you know after he's, he's through one on one and he doesn't get the first contact right so he's a bit on the outside Maguire gets back does a, a good tackle but for now he just grabs him by his neck and he pulls him down everybody can see that and it was, it's, um, it's all so yeah, much worse yeah, than all the penalty decisions that we've gotten against us this season. I mean, Henderson against Brighton, I think, which or mm-hmm. Huddersfield, which one of the two. Um, and 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 the cheating cunt, uh, uh, Calvin Lewin. I mean, come on! Why aren't we getting these decisions? I've. Uh, I can't think, I think of of, think of a very cheaply given penalty. Maguire looked good, didn't he? Um, it it made him look there. good. They made him look good. He was he was putting one or two hands on Salah the entirety of the game. He he got away with everything. But in 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 fairness, Salah had him on toast the entire game. But yeah. because Maguire was allowed a lot. Um, he thought he was he was good, but he isn't. He's absolutely dog shit. He's terrible. And just because he gets away with murder, it may look good, but 
People will think he's okay. He will go into the Euros and he'll get slaughtered. There's absolutely no way that yeah, he's going he to have go a, a, a good world championship if he's going yeah. and if he's going to play. He's terrible. He absolutely is. He's got no sense of position. Um, he, 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 he's always late. That's why he needs all these fouls who, for some reason, most likely because he's English, um, that isn't given. So he gets a lot of leeway. And that may look May, may make him look any anything above decent. But he isn't. He absolutely isn't. Remember when he, he goes in the run and he tries to to, um, to put a cross in? He, he nearly kills a lad who isn't paying attention somewhere in Rosette. That's absolutely terrible. So, don't get me started on Maguire that he looked good. He was terrible. He should have had at least one penalty against him. And, you know, in the end, um, Salah gets gets the ball, turns around him, runs up to the goal and just put, puts it in the back of the net, saying, you're yeah. shit. Very sweet finish. But if, um, even yeah, well, even really though... Come on, Jess. Yeah, even though um, he was allowed to play like that and, you know, grapple Salah so often... Salah could still have got four in that game. That was, yeah. I mean, the, the amount of chances that guy gets is just absolutely incredible. I mean, sometimes he gets criticism for for missing them and so on, but um, he, he's still also, I think, up there with Aguero in terms of being the most um, accurate um, striker in the league. So, yeah, the, the amount of chances he gets just that. that uh, and a lot of them he, he creates through, through his movement and everything is it, just um, just fantastic make make no mistake Leicester conceded 32 goals yeah that's that's absolute that's that's a lot yeah well uh, I think we're on 26 something like that um, but uh, 25 uh, we are we are on 25 25 okay um, but 15 of those came in four games and uh, 10 came from the other 18 games, um, which I think is, explains our, uh, our, um, our unbeaten run. I think what's so annoying about games like that is that certain teams are just allowed to be physical, you know, in Leicester or one of them, you know, obviously Stoke used to be one of them, um, and they're allowed to grab you and everything. And then, you know, um, Lovren, Ends up conceding a penalty for, you know, touching a guy in the back, you know. That's what's so irritating. It's kind of, there's just, you know, how can you let these, these, uh, clodhop teams do whatever they like? And yet you give a penalty against us, you know, because they, the referees do referee in the context of the game. So if it's a cup game, they kind of tend to let a lot more go. If it's a lower league team or one of these agricultural type teams, they tend to let a lot more go. You know, so in the Everton game, Everton were only trying to do one thing and get away, well, that was get away with it. You know, and it just didn't take anything into account in terms of the context of the game and, um, gave the penalty, you know, when the team was just trying to get away with it. Uh, and that's, um, uh, Alan Shearer had a go at Klopp on Match of the Day about that because Klopp was saying he didn't take the context of the game into account. And that's right. That's exactly right. The refs always, Take the context of the game into account, except they didn't do it. That, got, that bloke didn't do it in the other game. Um, 
Um, but yeah, they just <laughs> they just uh, let let some of these. Uh, it's it's good English football, isn't it? It's good stirring stuff. Um, and then you know we'll come on to referees. I think again in the Burnley game, Christian. Yeah, yeah. I'm still alive. Yep. <laughs> what did you What did you make of the last game? Uh, Leicester. Yeah. Significant. It was a good game, but it was very highly unfortunate that we were still asleep when the when the when the game was already uh, more than two minutes on. I mean, this is this must not happen. I mean, this is not acceptable. And um, those guys who make those mistakes over the time, Klopp does not forget that. Yeah, and one day they will be replaced. I mean, those things are absolutely killing you, killing all of us, and especially in partic particular, uh, killing Klopp. I mean, this is, yeah. I mean, this is this is Leicester, and then we played Burnley, and before the two games we played Swansea, but there are t teams like Real Madrid and Barcelona and PSG and Bayern. When you when you go on the pitch with with that attitude and that sloppiness, yeah, you concede two or three in the first 15 minutes that is not possible to, to do and then uh, at the same time expect us to compete well in those games we were a lot more focused we we're very good when we are actually the underdog what we um, and what we're having issues with is us being the favorite that's and and we've been doing well in in a sense for us it may have been good that um we give that goal to Leicester because after that we um we look very good through the entirety of the game um we play some some very good football create good chances um so in a sense when Bayern comes to town I'm, I'm quite sure Chris that, that we're absolutely roaring to go and, and with a lot more concentration it's the issue when we've beaten all these lads one or two seasons and then suddenly um, you know we're not the absolute underdog anymore um, and it's more 50-50-ish or maybe slight slight favourites that's, that's when our issues come alive I think there's one further point I would like to, to, to mention that is Oxford Chamberlain. I mean, I saw saw um, um, a replay of the whole game and I, I watched him a bit closer and that was really fantastic sometimes what he did. It was, it, it reminded, it, um, rem uh, yeah, in fact, it, it looked the same like uh, Adam Lalana before he got injured, yeah, with his, with his um, conquering the ball and then uh, playing the, the key passes on the wings and his gameplay is absolutely fantastic. He has, uh, yeah, he has really settled, I have to say. Um, he certainly brought the energy back that we've been missing without Lallana there. Because um, that, that just, that, that has been such a big problem for us. Did he, uh, but he, 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 um, he was a substitute in the rest of the game, wasn't he? Yeah, he came on. Seven minutes. He came yeah, on. he came on. Yeah, yeah Burnley was his first start. Yeah, that falls of chances. Um, again, we should have had several goals, shouldn't we? I mean, two ones fine, but we should have had several <laughs> goals. In fact, in the first half, we should have had several goals. Um, 
Yeah, I thought we were absolutely miles better than Leicester. Thought the Burnley game in it in itself was was much more um, interesting because, um, well, absolutely, you know, that we're on quality um, of of playing the silky football. Um, we're miles better than them, but in terms of positioning and tactical game, um, these lads are really, really good. All these lads absolutely 100% know what they need to do in what moment, where they need to stand, how they're going to deal with us. Um, I thought it was it was a very very good game um, on a, on a tactical level, on a technical level, um, and 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 overall, I thought we we dealt with it really really well. Um, are you, have you moved on to Burnley? Yeah, or are you uh, still that? No, no, I'm, I'm talking about Burnley. Uh, the Leicester game, um, because we give them the goal, um, yeah. it seemed a bit, they, it seemed a bit more of a, of a, it, it seemed more of a contest because we give them that goal. Um, but in truth, it really wasn't. We could have walked away five, six, seven on, <clears> on, on the day and not conceding a, a single goal. Yeah, definitely, definitely. The quality difference is big. And it was the same when Shakespeare was there. He kind of makes it into a, a kind of a grinding game. You know, he yeah. makes it into a, fight, a bit of a fist fight sort of thing. And you just have to grind it out. Yeah, they had uh, six, um, we had six shots on target to their one. Um, <coughs> and 18 shots to their seven. Um, and 61% possession. So we had seven corners to their one. You know, so it's uh, yeah, it was pretty pretty one-sided in reality, other than giving away that stupid stupid uh, mistake. Um, so it's yeah, obviously it's going to be very interesting now. You know, do we sharpen up and stop making these mistakes? Um, you know, with uh, a new centre back in tow, which uh, uh, we're going to be covering extensively in Eric's Transfer podcast that comes out immediately after this. Um, should we go on to Burnley? Yeah, yeah, let's. Um, Jess, do you want? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think as um, Eric had, had just alluded to, um, this was this was a harder game um, for us, and I think as well, I mean, we went into the Leicester game with our um, pretty much at, at full strength, whereas we rotated a bit for Burnley so it's a, it's a bit of a strange one I mean I'm sure I don't know exactly what Klopp's thinking was whether he, he was thinking he wanted to make the changes ahead of this game or whether it was just down to the fitness of the players going into the game or, or, or what so he felt like he had to make the changes once he got to it it's difficult to say but um, it's interesting that we yeah, we we played against Leicester pretty much at full strength, and then played maybe the slightly weaker team against um, the harder opponent, I would say, and away from home. So maybe he was maybe he was even thinking, oh well, if you get a draw in this game, it's maybe good enough. But in the end, I actually thought we um, we we played some pretty nice football again in in this game. Um, I actually only saw it yesterday. I didn't manage to, to, to watch it live, and uh, I'd seen a lot of comments that, you know, it was a bit boring, and Burnley were just, you know, doing their best to defend and all the rest of it. But I thought they 
they know when Burnley know when to attack and at certain points in the game they um, they suddenly decide they're going to have a bit of a go at you and I, and I thought as well that what we did quite well is we, we waited for those moments and then we tried to um, counter attack them um, it was yeah. it was it was nice that we won without you know in that so we often say we never we never score these sort of um, scrappy goals and so on but I think what we probably what we probably deserved in this game was to win one nil I guess you know kind of said this earlier about the the last game but um, again concede a goal despite yeah probably having the the majority of the game and uh, it, it was it was great that we we managed to get that you know find the result to get that winner in the end because that's not always something that you associate with this team especially the centre backs going up and scoring them as well so when a, just when the defence looks like it's let you down a bit suddenly uh, Lovren and Clavan who have been a winner. Yeah, they've been rather good. I think they've been rather good in recent games, actually, the mm. pair of them. And, um, yeah, they, they, uh, they bailed out the, um, the younger players, I think, by, um, coming up with the winner. Yeah, so. It was, it was a glorious yeah, moment. The lineup was, uh, changed quite dramatically. The, um, Robertson was dropped. Um, we had both the youngsters in for, for fullbacks, Trent and, uh, uh, Trent and Joe um, and then the other big changes was having Ox and Lalana as a team of eight so Lalana's first start for well since last season really um, and uh, and Ox gets his start he hasn't had too many starts so that was pretty pretty major as well and uh, that that kind of made a big difference to us in front of the midfield uh, in front of Firmino and, uh, sorry in front of Genie and Emery um, <clears throat> so yes and then of course Solanke up top as well which uh, uh, was I think was it Everton we had last time we had Solanke up top yeah it was the Everton game yeah. so quite yeah quite a dramatic change uh, six or seven seven changes I think it was um, back to Millet Millet and goal he, uh, he only played he only played Mane from the Fab Four as well yeah I thought, one he, I, I thought he had a I thought he actually had a pretty shocking game Mane up until the point where he uh, he scored that fantastic goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The contrast couldn't be more extreme <laughs> between the goal and his performance. Yeah, absolutely. As yeah. yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was really shocking, and this uh, this this strike was a shocker as well, but in the, in the opposite direction. And and but he didn't celebrate. It was like <laughs> I would like to leave as well. <laughs> I was a bit. Uh, a bit, uh, it was a bit, um, um, yeah. Well, he got taken Wait, off straight away. see that, that, that he didn't celebrate at all, yeah? Yeah, he got taken off straight away, didn't he, after he scored? Yeah. Quite, mean, quite, quite quickly after, yeah. Yeah, apparently he hasn't been very well. He, he was quite ill, but he was determined to play, apparently. Um, mm. So that was interesting. Um, I actually um, saw an interview, uh, read an interview with him, and he said he's he's been struggling for form he's aware of it and um, you know he's he's working hard to try and get back to his best mm. so yeah, um, hopefully, hopefully, it's, 
Hopefully. So it's all... he, the thing is, is he doesn't smile often. This is a funny thing with um, Mane. So maybe, maybe you can read too much into it if he looks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, he he do, he doesn't smile an awful lot. So um, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't like to read too much into. It. Maybe it is just it's kind of a bit of relief that. Oh, after having such a shite game again, <laughs> I've, mm-hmm. I've scored that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, if that's a shite yeah. game, scoring such a fantastic goal and contrib- contribute to the to to winning such a game that uh, he can just go on like that, <laughs> the results are it's, there. It's almost it's almost a sign of a of a world class player. Actually, that you know, even when you're you're not playing well, you you're not your confidence isn't there, the form isn't there. He can he can still. He can yeah, still do something out. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good players really like that. Yeah, I actually really expected with him, watching him in pre-season, that he was going to be the best of the the so-called Fab Four this year. But uh, well, he was, he was well, very good at the end of the season, wasn't he? Until he got sent off from the City game, and then he was banned, wasn't he? And then he kind of picked up an injury and. And he had to go back early for the AFCON qualifiers, and it's kind of just not been right, and it hasn't quite been right since then. But his numbers are still pretty decent. They're, they're pretty much what they were last year, you know. And he was arguably our best player last year. Yeah, his, his numbers are okay. Um, it's not as good as they were uh, last season, but um, yeah, still very good. Helps that he got a goal and an assist in the last two. That, that helps a lot. I, I think he's on something. Yeah, he's something like got eight goals in 22, and last year he was nine in 24 or something like that. So yeah. that's why I said, you know, he's he's still putting up the numbers he was last year. He just I think he's been helped. I think he's been helped by his Champions League form this year. He scored <laughs> maybe three in the Champions League. Yes, he has. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then uh, I, again, our midfield has changed this year, and in, in, uh, we've lost Lana. And uh, um, it also because there's much more emphasis on our front line this year, I think, than there was last year. So that's completely changed the role of the midfield. I don't think our midfield's dealt well with that change. Um, so there's, I think there's lots of context here that you've got to take into account. Um, and uh, so much more of our play, the emphasis is way, right up the front. I think last year the emphasis of our play was much more in the middle of the pitch. So we, you know, we saw we had Lalana. Henderson and Genie in the middle and obviously Emery coming in sometimes and they they kind of had this really strong base didn't they they, they battled and fought that midfield really well and yeah it was the, you know and, and Milner Milner uh, helped out really well as, as this left backish moving into midfield be available yeah. for all the midfield yeah. players and continue as well me. and continue dropping into a bit, a bit of a number 10 a lot of lo- loads of times as well so I'm um, sorry yeah and it seems to me this, this season where the, the focus is further forwards you know it's because Klopp wants to play further forwards and, and it, it's kind of you've got this amazing sort of front front three up there or two of them or something like that and it feels like the emphasis has come away from the midfield and our, and our midfield isn't quite sure how to make that work all the time <laughs> yeah. Um, and now we're seeing another change again with Lalana and Ox coming in there. So that again sort of changes the dynamic a bit. Yeah, it does. Um, I thought Lalana um, was absolutely fantastic <coughs> when you consider it was uh, his first start in us in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
I was very impressed by Ox as well. Yeah. Um, the thing I want from Ox is is um, is the he puts all the energy in, but uh, what about the the final ball, the final pass, the final the the, the very end product of what he's doing? That for me needs uh, a little bit of work. For, uh, cross for Lovren. Uh, that that's a free kick. That's free kick. Was yeah, but the way he's, that's for the but second goal and for the first goal it was uh, the cross um, out to the wing uh, to Trent was okay it was not absolutely perfect but it's uh, hit the target so it yeah but the he, he's a runner isn't he he runs with the ball and he, he almost runs to the point where he runs out of options so that's the it's just a little thing there he's kind of sort of you know he's, it's like he's driving and looking for an option to get a shot away um, which I think Klopp wants him to do he wants him to direct Um <clears throat> Uh, whereas if you look at our other forwards, they're all running, and they're all kind of playing each other in all the time. And there's a lot of passing that goes on, so it's quite it's a, a, quite a different style. I think you're right. I think it is just that. I think it's just that last, yeah, either the shot or the final pass that um, is not quite there with him yet. But still, he has. Um, considering it's ha it's taken a long time for him to start getting games. Um, I, I find it quite amazing how how natural he looks to the team but then it just seems to happen with the, with the players that Klopp picks doesn't it I mean uh, you know you get players like Mane comes in last year he's our best player Salah comes in this year he's our best player um, let's uh, all of a sudden they all start playing football <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so yes. So Burnley. So that's Burnley. We'll wrap it up there. Amazing, amazing things at the end. Obviously, with the two centre backs and the goal they scored. Fantastic header from Lovren. Yeah, the pundits didn't even mention it, but it was amazing because he got ahead of the defending pack, turned around, so he's facing back to the goal, and headed across the goal. You know, and it looked like it was going to be a goal anyway. I don't know. If could have been cleared by by the Burnley player running in because uh, he was there with Clavin and and. Clavin, the assassin from four inches, punches the ball home with his head and makes sure of it. And it was just, it was really brilliant to see the determination. It was just raw Absolutely. determination. Perfect, great delivery, excellent header, but it was a determination that, you know, to get something, to, to get something from that game. You know, Burnley, a horrible side to face, horrible weather, just everything is, you know, it's the exact game you don't want to, uh, to play really Burnley I mean we wouldn't, didn't even want to do the podcast on them last season um, I, I, remember, I remember I remember watching an interview with Klopp and he was talking about one of the, the get, uh, an upcoming games and he said it makes me so angry the thought that they want my points do you know what I mean and that's, uh, I think that was almost a bit of that from Lovren and uh, Clavan at the end <laughs> yeah um, the no we have those see... points <laughs> The, the goal we conceded, um, obviously Joe Gomez has got a lot of stick for that, and a few people are giving Minule stick as well for not coming out. Um, I did wonder about it because the, the uh, Joe Gomez got in line with the centre back, so if the header got missed in front of him, he was there to stop it going through to Goodmanson. But because it gets that flick on towards the goal, he can't react quickly enough to get into goal and stop the header in with Goodmanson running in on goal. Um, uh, is, is it fair to blame Gomez there? Um, I'm not sure how much. He, I'm not sure how much he could actually have done, but maybe he gets 
he maybe he's being criticised just because he didn't react at all. He's just kind of stood still, and yeah, yeah that's the only thing I could say really. But Jurgen Klopp would have definitely said it's only one third of the blame he has to take for it because um, Ox uh, does not stop the cross. Clavard yes. loses loses the heading duel in the air, yes. and uh, finally Gomez uh, yeah. yeah he wasn't but, um, he wasn't aware of the player behind him. Uh, yeah. And uh, so it's it's one third for all of those three who in, um, of their mistakes, three mistakes who uh, of three different players who led to the goal, not just one. Yeah. And this is very yeah. interesting and very interesting example of what Klopp has said very often when we all were bashing either Moreno yeah. or yeah. Or, or Lovren, yeah. And there are sometimes five players were involved, and all of them made it's mistakes. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, but the, but the flick-ons are going to happen in the box. Um, and the flick-ons get us in trouble, like second balls get us in trouble. So I think that remains an open question, doesn't it, for our defence? Yeah, you can't second lose. Balls are you can't lose three. Every you can't lose game. three challenges in a row. That's what yeah. happens to us sometimes, isn't it? It's, it's you know you can lose one. You can lose one challenge, but if you lose three in a row, then you deserve to have a goal scored against you. I like to think okay. that most of the transfers that um, uh, of, of the players that club brought in um, do a lot better in that aspect. You know, yeah. um, Salah loses his first duel. He's instantly back to react. Mane as well. Uh, Wijnaldum to an extent as well. Um, and I thought Robertson um, the other day, um, you know, he reacted really well and Uh, at some point, he makes a, a crossing run to um, to cover for his uh, for his fullbacks, um, uh, for his centre backs. You know, okay, you've done something wrong. Relax, I got this. And yeah, you know, yeah. um, that seems to be what you want. So that's nice. Speaking of tackles, uh, the tackle that Lana made in the first half to stop uh, Burnley breaking through I think they had a good chance to go 1-0 up and he ran uh, yeah quite quite a long way chasing after the um, attacking player and yeah um, good put, put in a put in, yeah putting a great a great tackle on him um, so uh, yeah more good work from him yeah yes Oh my god, yeah, amazing tackle. Um, right, okay, so, uh, yeah, a terrific, a terrific, um, festive period, 10 points from 12. So our 16 game unbeaten run is 11 wins and 5 draws. That's 38 points, um, from 48 point, possible points. So, yeah, we're really good on the form tables right up there, uh, with Manchester City, I think. Um, going back to the last six or ten games. Uh, a very quick, a quick note about Everton on Friday. Uh, cup game. Um, there's been a fair few days rest, and there's uh, nine days, I think, until the Manchester City game on the 14th. So, uh, what do we do for this, uh, Christian? Do we? What, what happens with our lineup on this one? What are you thinking? Not too, not too much this time. FA Cup is not the Kara fucking Boa Cup. Um, <clears throat> we have to win this one, particularly because it's Everton. 
but it's um, it's um, also a quite quite a difficult game, and the big fat Sam will be a very difficult opponent who makes it tight again as usual. And as usual, we will run against the wall and try to find the holes. And um, we cannot afford to bring in too many youngsters, but I would like to see one or two, probably one additional, like like Woodburn, for example, yeah, um, because it's then easier to bring them in. Um, if you have a very, very stable and, and bright uh, or wide core of players, not too many youngsters, not too many new players or fringe players, because then we lose our composure. Yeah, okay. Eric, what do you think of Gravity? I simply want us to go strong. Um, I want to do them. Um, I want to, to, you know, they start to lose a bit of confidence. Um, you know, Sam was already talking about, yeah, yeah, we need to stop this, um, uh, this run of bad form or bad games or bad results, whatever you were saying. Um, you don't want to lift them. I don't, yeah. I don't want to lift them. I want them to, to, to get even worse. So they're going to spend <laughs> insane amounts of money on, on terrible players to save them. Um, and I, I want them to absolutely be horrible for the rest of the season. So I, I, I want us to go in strong. Um, you know, Phil Coutinho captaining the side. Um, Fumino up front. Uh, Mane and, and Salah just returned. Um, fit as a birth from... Uh, 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 where they go on? Um, they've got this uh, this uh, award ceremony for uh, African Player of the Year, something or Arab Player of the Year. Don't don't know which yeah. one. Um, yeah. No, and and let them fully uh, terrorize them. So um, yeah, I want that. I don't want half measures. I don't want to see a whole lot of youngsters. Um, Got to keep the the rhythm and and the form going. And then uh, all eyes on on, on City. Um, yeah, the, uh, they've lost to United. Um, well, they just rolled over for United, which doesn't surprise me. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it'd be nice to give them another little hiding. Um, uh, I think uh, well, Salah's a doubt, uh, and Coots had his thigh issue um, in inverted commas. So uh, we're not. It's, it's, we might not have sort of the, the Fab Four out, but there's been enough time, I think, with all the rotations and everything, to have a pretty strong side put out there. Um, I'm kind of more worried about midfielders actually, because they've been playing a lot, Genie and Chan. So I'm expecting Milner to come in, um, and perhaps, perhaps uh, you know, perhaps there's a youngster who gets in there as, uh, um, and Lallana might play the game. I think Lallana might 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 play, and. Um, Depending on how the game goes, um, Woodburn might get uh, you know half an hour. Um, yeah, Jens, have you got anything for Everton? Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's interesting. I, I think the other the other two guys are thinking along similar lines to me because up until now, Klopp has um, always used a very young team in the FA Cup, um, but I think that was mainly because in the first two years we'd gone far in the League Cup but this year without having it then and when you look at where we are now where we've got a gap either side of this FA Cup game and it being Everton I agree it makes sense to go with a a stronger side and um, 
could, could be a, a good, good chance for us to, to win silverware this year, so we should do it. Yeah. Okay, so that's your lot for the reviews and the preview for the Everton game. So thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, we'll see you uh, on the other side of Friday's game. Um, and uh, so take it easy and up the Reds. Oh, no.